When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This week on The Bachelor, Queen Victoria melts down. Will anyone be able to stand up to her wrath? Then, Sarah gets weak in the knees, and not just for Matt James. Plus, The Bachelor makes a shocking announcement. All that and more. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I'm Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And we have a very special announcement. We have a brand new co-host. We have Jared Freed. He is going to be joining us full time from now on. It is great to be here. I can't wait to spend the season with you both. Um, I, If you don't know me, I yell at The Bachelor on my Instagram stories every episode. I call it the live scream. I'm way too loud. I hope to quiet myself down. I got a hot cup of coffee in my hand to try and slow myself so I don't get into the screen. This is a podcast, so I'm, I, I'm excited to 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 review these episodes and podcast forums with you both. And, uh, you know, I co-host you up with Jordana uh, on, the, on the Betches Network as well. So this was an easy decision to come and hang out with you guys and talk Bachelor every week. I'm ready to party. Yes, okay, and, how uh, are you feeling? I'm super excited about this. Um, I'm glad to have you here. You've been on our podcast multiple times. Um, and Chris, you want to tell us about uh, the switch ups that we're going to do? We're going to we have a lot of yes. new stuff. Guys, you know what? We're always improving. Just like some might say a contestant on The Bachelor each week, we need to get better and better. So we are adding some segments. So we're going to start with a nice little synopsis of what happened in the episode, what's the tea, what's going on, and then we're going to break it into some fun little games, segments that you guys can definitely do along with us, and I'm excited. Yeah, this will be great. So um, let's, you know, dive right into it. This week, uh, really quick, we have Bree. She went on her one-on-one date. They went four-wheeling. I feel like they had a lot of chemistry. Then we get into Victoria, who gets in a fight with literally everyone uh we have a lot of feelings about victoria and i'm sure you guys do too um they have a group date this week wedding dresses they also hit each other with paint each week um i feel like the girls are just going to get messier and messier sarah has her one-on-one date um they're in a they go on an airplane and we get into some really hard-hitting conversations about her dad and then we have a rose ceremony with obviously a cliffhanger because um that's what the bachelor likes to do to us so uh, let's, you know, start it off with Bree's one-on-one date. They went four-wheeling. I feel like they have a lot of chemistry. I 
love Brie. I thought they had a lot of chemistry. Did I um, almost shit a brick when I realized that I am five years younger than Brie's mother? Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Finding out Brie's mom is 37. Had her when she was 13. It is. But Brie, like, comes off as someone who's parents you know like who parented herself like she seems like she speaks like she's like like a ceo of a company doesn't doesn't it feel like she was like so well put together as far as like the way she told her story like i've never told my story so succinctly and so professionally and so well like she had a handle on who she was and it was like it was kind of refreshing from like a, a you know from based on other contestants we have on even on this show. I agree. I thought she was very uh, well-spoken and she was very up for jumping on a four-wheeler without batting an eye, even when they flew off. And, you know, I thought she was a great sport. I really like her. Um, I also thought it was interesting that in the first three seconds of the first one-on-one date, the producers managed to get Matt James shirtless and chopping wood with an axe. <laughs> so I, I kind of wonder this... Matt, Matt James, is he the hottest bachelor of all time? I would say yes. I would. I am gonna say a hard yes on that. I think Matt James is the hottest bachelor of all time. I mean, I've, he's like the perfect specimen. It is wild how you could see it like from minute one. The women, like them responding to every move, Matt. They treat Matt James as if it's like, you know, as as if it's like, you know, Thor coming down from the sky every time he shows up. Like he's helping, um, like he's helping Bree put on the helmet. And they're like, oh my god, he's helping her put on the helmet. And you're like, have you women been on one date ever with a nice guy? Like it feels like Matt James, like mm-hmm. just in that beginning. He shows up, he's doing an ultra marathon every morning, and you're like, I don't know if like if these women just don't go on any dates with real people or if they've just gotten like thousands of DMs from just slimy dudes, but like he like there is desperation in the the idea that Matt James might be the last good guy on earth. <laughs> I I mean the bar well, is I mean, being set so low. So remember Ari? Like I'm like, how did we go from Ari to Matt James? Like what a world! But I I also would be like, yeah, help me put on me helmet. I don't know how. How do I do it? Put it on for me. Like I was very. Matt's the first bachelor that I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) Like if I met him, I I would be nervous. I know, and he's never. He's never not working out. He's always working out. There's always a scene where he's either in the shower, his shirt is off, or he's like running a marathon. <laughs> so, I mean, I get it. But that that was kind of the issue with the date. It's like, is Matt the kid in gym class that jumps up and does the like demonstration for the class like he got on the atv <laughs> he's going right to left right to left breeze behind him if i'm Bree, i'm like hey can can i go in front so you're not spitting mud in my eye literally like, spraying like that, with mud every time he turns the wheel <laughs> yeah and he almost flips before they so then he says get on the back of my of my atv do you trust me he flips the atv there are people out there I'm sure of it that are like, yeah, I lost my mom in an ATV accident. (laughs) Like that has to exist. 
It totally exists. That like, I'm from upstate. People do like lose limbs on ATVs. I also thought it was weird that he was in front because normally you would think he'd be in back in case she fell off. Like, what if he's <laughs> she falls off and he just like burns rubber and she disappears into the woods? <laughs> like, wouldn't you let her? Like, wouldn't you let her? keep the pace like i know he's the most right. gentlemanly guy of all time but it feels like when he gets in activity mode it is like i am doing like it feels like that atv date you're like matt at what point are you gonna have a little fun in someone else's way like like it wasn't brie wasn't like yeah. Yeah, i'll lead the way and we'll see you know like matt was like follow me you fucking idiot get on the fucking atv like it was like very yeah. I, I I I was like I kept wondering like is there a point where someone looks at this and goes okay we better calm Matt down with some of these dates. Yeah, I guess that also brings back to what you said last week when it said when you said it seems like maybe he's not ready to settle down. He still has that like attitude of a guy that's like let's play wrestle and then it turns into like an all out like Hulk Hogan brawl. Like that is the, like he's like, I must win even when it's a date. Um, but I thought Brie was, I also caught the editing when Brie's talking about how nice it is to sit next to him and talk, but she's still covered in mud, even though they weren't sitting next to each other until they were in the hot tub, which I thought was interesting. Really? I didn't catch that. Yeah. I mean the hot tub scene, him chopping wood. I, I, I enjoyed the hot tub scene because it's like I like the comeback of the hot tub to the Bachelor universe. It was nice to have a hot tub again. A wood you know, burning like, hot tub, which I've never wood. heard of. <laughs> it's like, I yeah, I it looked like it looked like something like a hobo would wear, like with like the 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 barrel with the straps exactly. on the end. <laughs> I like so. Like, I watched that whole thing. And also, another thing, Matt James not wearing underwear with his jeans. That is, like, a move Ooh, that, like, I, know. I can't. That's <laughs> on a on an ATV. On an ATV. And you're like, yeah, his- dude, you must have zero fat to be shaved. Like, free ball in it on an... I need to, like, his baby powder to get the mail. <laughs> um but overall i mean i think they had i think they had you know good good vibes honestly i really liked brie i think they had super good chemistry and um but the one thing that i can't get past especially in these like date scenes is the kissing sounds like we got to turn the mic down there was like a boom mic like right above them like in there like right above their heads the second they start kissing and that is i don't like the sound of mouths no i don't think anybody does it's like when you're in college and your roommate is like hooking up with someone and they think you're asleep and you just hear like yeah yeah we gotta they're, figure they're either hooking out. up or chewing gum we don't know what what they're doing yeah not for me <laughs> um, what did you right. what did you think of them two on the date talking about the family stuff with her family being her mom being so young having a new family Katie, did you think like what did you think of that whole interact? Like to me, that like he is Bree's date kind of j- did show that like um, we are still learning who Matt James is. Like there was a point where you're going, 
Yeah, I don't know anything about this dude either. Like I and they kind of mm-hmm. trade off stories, which is fine, but there's a point where you go, "Man, this isn't going to be just about the women on this season." Right. Um, you know what? I really like the family conversation because you had Matt, who we sort of learned that he really only had his mom growing up, not a lot of dad in the picture. And then she also had that, too, where her mom had her at 13. And um, so I think they both can sort of uh, relate on that kind of a, a level, which there we had... Um, you know, Tasha and Zach C, who also they've both gone through a divorce and they were able to relate on that level. So I think that could be a good base for them to really have a connection, especially with the fam. They said family so important to them. And I think that's a really good base. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link, honeylove.com slash bachelor. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. It is amazing. I've been wearing it for years now. It fits me so well, and I'm not kidding you. When they say it doesn't roll down, it does not roll down, and it hugs you in all the right places. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So I, it, it seemed to be that they hit it off and they make out at the end of their date. And that's when fireworks go off. And that kind of like brings us back to the house where 
that's where the Victoria fight with everyone starts, right? Mm-hmm. Victoria is just... I. So what was the fight? Sorry to interrupt. Like, I, I'm still sitting here wondering what the argument was about. They see the fireworks. They come outside and as if it like, you know, as if smoke's coming out of the Vatican and there's a new Pope being announced. Like <laughs> they come out, they're like fireworks wrapping. They must've had a great date. Bree and him are making out. They're assuming something's going on. And then it's like, and Victoria's yelling at them for being kind of uh, upset that she's making out. Like what's the argument? She, well, she like was going off about how they're all fake because they are happy for each other. And then she was like, I'm so over this, like, girl power bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then she hated her roommate because she said her roommate cried too much and she was toxic. And, like, none of it made any sense to me. And I think that's why Victoria even seems, like, so awful because she just, t- to me, seems so clearly like she planned on being the villain from the second she got from out of the From the very limo. second she got there, she planned on being the villain. Um, and th- she ended up saying this thing uh, to Mary Lynn. This is what like starts this whole argument between them is that um, I guess Mary Lynn said, I want to get to know you better so I can understand you. So I can understand like your thought process and everything. Just uh, genuinely trying to. So that's I can what understand you why you're such a crazy ass bitch is what crazy she fucking bitch. And then. Um, but then Victoria decides to take that and say, um, no, you actually said, I want to pick your brain to see why, uh, so I know why you are the way you are. Like completely took it over the top, put words in her mouth, had, um, you know, the, the classic, this is what I thought you said, or this is what I want people to think you said. Marilyn's like so meek. I was like, she picked like the meekest opponent. Well, that's yeah. kind of what I was assuming happened. It felt like, we were getting eyes or a window into their conversation in their room where they were rooming together. So we didn't have a camera on it. So then they come back and it becomes, she said, she said, and it becomes Victoria is someone who is telling us, you know, Victoria is a professional asshole is really what she is. Like whether she tried to be this character or not, she knows how people work. She knows that she can overtake Marilyn. I think what happened was the women in the house are talking shit about Victoria. Marilyn came into the room and, and Victoria probably said to her, everyone hates me. And Marilyn probably said to her, Yo, let's, uh, I, I, let me get to know you for who you are. I don't think Marilyn is a strong personality. She's not someone I would you know, think to be friends with. I, I don't think she's someone on this show who's going to like make a big play here. You could see when she talks to Matt later in the show, she can barely talk. And But Victoria knows she can take advantage of that. Now yes. Victoria can get a win. So it's- it did seem like exactly what you're saying, Kay. She was like, I found a loophole where Marilyn is a jerk to me. I now have moral superiority. I like. I was watching this and I was like, this is just not how, like, I fight with men. Is there something to, like, is this like a, like, is she doing a female cliche? Is she doing a She's, female trope? Like, I felt like she was being a bully. Like, she was, like, found, it's literally like high school where you, like, find the 
person that's easiest to bully and then you bully them and even when they have the conversation Marilyn's like I just would like to and Victoria's like what and she's like I, I just and she's like what did you say you fucking psychotic bitch and Marilyn's yeah. like <laughs> Marilyn's like I um I, uh, yeah I mean I, uh, <laughs> Victoria's whole thing is to get somebody she just wants to eliminate these girls so she can be the last one so she's gonna try to pick them off one by one and she has this opportunity with yeah, Marilyn like games. you guys said and it's all it's all mind games like this is how this is a classic caddy woman fight where you have uh these two girls fighting over something so dumb but they're just trying to be petty all it is is like who can be pettier victoria kind of creates realities where she becomes right it it, it kind of felt like that where it's like you know, I, I don't think Marilyn knows how to fight someone like this. And and that kind of disappointed me. There was one point where Serena kind of lo- looks back and is like, no, no. Like, tries to out-bitch her a little bit. And I was like, good, come on, Serena, do it. Like, put this person... Like, I think, like, the whole audience is watching Victoria get in these arguments. And you want someone to, like, put her in her place. Yes. You want someone to verbally win these matches and no one is doing that right now no like everyone's trying to play too nice i agree i think it puts Marilyn in such a sorry i i feel like it puts Marilyn in such a uncomfortable position too because she really didn't do anything wrong and it's like the second the drama starts like that you know they're both going home like yeah innocent until proven guilty except on the bachelor because like the second he's like, these two girls are annoying me and I don't really like either of them enough to keep dealing with this. And um, yeah. you have you have uh, these girls who are also there and you're like, you know, me and my roommates were talking about this. Like, why is nobody speaking up? Why is nobody saying anything? But the thing is, is that none of these girls want to get involved on this drama because you know how that ends up working. You get involved on the drama and then you're wasting your time on other girls drama when you should be getting to know the person. It's the last thing that, uh, you know, anybody wants to do, which sucks. But that's I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It also seems like Victoria knows that Matt has never done this before, like in the house. Because even when she's like, you don't understand what it's like. You don't get it. You don't know what it's like in this house. And it's like, no, he doesn't. But you've been there for three days. I I just don't. (laughs) You can tell that he is completely when she goes up and tells him like, hey, this is what Marilyn's doing. She's super toxic. She's bullying me. She's blah, blah, blah. You know, super manipulative. You can see in his face that he's like, wait, what? Like genuinely believes her. So like, which I was like, oh, my God, how do you I wanted to slap him like the second she got out of the limo, you knew who she was. Well, that's the problem with someone who's like, like she's like an evil, like when someone's good at being a dick, they're also good at ingratiating themselves to someone else. So like as equally good as she is as like seeing Marilyn's the weak one, she's definitely good at seeing like, cause she even says the way she describes herself to Matt James, she's like, I know you think I'm always the fun one. I'm always the one having a great time. It's like, we don't know her like that. Like we have like to to she knows that in front of Matt, she's the goofy, fun one who's going to have her like, you know, be a little bit more sexualized than the rest of the girls who are a little bit more meek. Like he's only getting that mm-hmm. version of her. 
So this brings me to a really yeah. good question. So what do you guys think Matt is thinking rewatching this back? Because I can only imagine, because he's seeing this all for the first time, you know, uh, like her in every situation with all of these girls. I wonder what, like, what do you guys think he is thinking right now? I think he feels stupid. But do you remember Ben F season? It was like... I was in college when I watched it, but I remember the villain was this girl named Courtney who was very similar to Victoria and she was like a different person in front of him and with the girls and they didn't want to like get in the drama and she ended up winning the whole show and then at the um after the final rose he like talked about how they were taking a break because he watched the show and like realized that she wasn't Mm -hmm. who he thought she was i definitely had this moment where i was like no guy no like when it's like when like a woman says to you like i don't have a lot of guy or i don't have a lot of girlfriends all my friends are guys and you're like okay i have to take you at your word i can't assume that there's a huge issue you're putting it in a positive light like it, it, it it did have this thing where i was like because i i didn't mean to like you know, when I when I saw this, that's why I asked. I was like, have you been in arguments with a woman like this? Because I was like, you see how fights happen on The Bachelorette. Yeah. And they happen very differently. Like, The Bachelorette fights are a lot of, like, alpha bro dudes. And they come in and you see them, they go, like, they have these awkward moments that are hashed out in person. You have Bennett offering, you know, uh, what's his name, the book. And doing kind of like mm-hmm. a big kind of moment. Where it's like on The Bachelor with these women, there's this like, there's this like psychological warfare that I don't think Matt even assumes is a thing. Yeah. Right, because the women are all fighting about, the women fight about the man and then the men fight with each other. That's the thing. That's the difference Mm -hmm. between the men and women on these shows. On The Bachelorette, all the men are fighting with each other and on The Bachelor, all the women are fighting over him. And that's why it's more exciting to watch The Bachelor because you would rather watch girls be catty over this one guy, which is the whole point of the show, than all these guys just like see whose dick is bigger. Yeah, that's why they pit the guys against each other in Greece wrestling matches. They're like, let them go mm-hmm. at it. They've been trying to go at it anyways. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. 
F-O-O-D-S dot com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Speaking of greased challenges, then we go into the group date, which is a, of course, a wedding dress with Franco, the photographer, which apparently is he's a now re- a regular cast member of the show. He's in like I every didn't season. I realize this was the same guy. I did not realize it was the same guy. It's the sa- <laughs> I've told Kay, I used to wait on him all of the time and he's like <laughs> insane. Where um, did you wait on him? You knew him? I when I worked in Chelsea in the city, I worked at a restaurant and he would come in. His husband's like some very wealthy like modeling manager. Um, and he has like an adopted daughter that he would let or let he would get her to like stand on the table to sing songs for everyone. He's exactly what you would assume. Um <laughs> But anyway, so they get in these wedding dresses, they do some photos, which is like every other well, they've episode. Done this- this date has happened now. It's like a reoccurring date. I didn't even realize it till I was told like this is a date that comes up all the time now. And, you know, like, I guess now they're just trying to keep dates moving. I think they realized from the La Quinta season that they're like, yeah, we got to have some external things come in because just taking wedding photography isn't going to do it. And, they, you know, th- so they're like, w- let's let's throw this for a loop. Yeah, totally. They actually did this on Nick Vial season. We have, I mean, when I saw Victoria, you know, with her like garter around her leg, taking the picture with Matt, I immediately thought, I remember Corinne. Like Corinne yeah. from Nick Vial. I remember Very her Corinne. doing the exact same thing. But the difference between Corinne and uh, between Victoria is, my roommate said this amazing last night, is that Corinne knew exactly what she was doing um, because she... I think Corinne was just trying to be funny and just like get under people's skin. I genuinely low-key think that um, Victoria is, there's something fully off. I mean, she looks unhinged. She doesn't do her hair. She doesn't do her makeup. Like something is fully off in that. So I see the Corinne and the Victoria similarities, but I think Corinne is um, uh, more stable. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't want to say this, but also just looking at Victoria, I'm like, you need to lay off the Adderall because that's the vibe that I'm getting. Mm. Is like you can tell when a real housewife is on too much Adderall because she's like, you can just tell, and that's the vibe from Victoria mm. as well. But I liked this. I liked the the game that they did afterwards. I thought that was exciting. I have no idea what the actual rules were. They explained it, and I I could not keep up with like what was the actual goal of what was happening. Like, why are they um, in wedding dresses and going to fetch these hearts? But why are they having to slap each other with um, paint? Like wedding bags and cakes and stuff like what does that have to do with it like what is the point I think they want them to fight drama yeah they want to i they want to see the thing is they can't have these women go into a ufc octagon so they're like okay we'll have them throw paint and and cake at each other 
I'm with you. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand how a winner or a loser was going to happen. No. Franco, the whole time, just looked like he didn't even know this was coming. Like, he looked like he was like, what's going on? We're in the woods now? He's like, like, I don't think he... tiptoeing around like he's, like, hunting deer. Like, with his... Very... Yeah, it was so bizarre. I... And then they, like, announce a winner, and you're like, I've played Capture the Flag before. This isn't how it goes. This is not I, how I don't... it goes. Yeah, not at all. I, I just... Uh, it's 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 definitely... It definitely confused me, but like I, I like at that point, have a relay race, have a be- like, yeah. go to go to Survivor, you know, have a, a Survivor, course. yeah, give us an obstacle course where the women are doing like bear crawls underneath barbed wire, like mm-hmm. that's still fun to see in the wedding dress. Like I just would have liked to have like a payoff. I've just there was a point where I felt like I was like a grandfather at an event I didn't understand. <laughs> Where it's like, I'm smiling, I'm looking around, but I'm like, right, I guess everyone's having fun. Uh, just <laughs> let me know when it's over. Like, I just had no idea what was going on. Did you guys catch the part where um, Victoria comes on the screen and she goes, you know, my, my team is a bunch of queens, but the other team is a bunch of gestures. She, she said gestures, but she meant to say jesters. And that, like, <laughs> that she also, fully sent in me. That- in that same sentence was like and as a real queen would say let them eat cake and i was like how does she know marie antoinette quotes but she doesn't know the right (laughs) word for jester (laughs) i think she's just at this point she is just saying things like she wants to be on camera she's gonna say whatever she can like i i like she's heard let them eat cake once before yes like like (laughs) like she's just saying like at this point, because she even at one point she goes, I'm not jealous. I just want what she has. That's the definition of like, jealousy. Victoria. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> I can't. But then we go into the uh, one-on-one date with Sarah, who is Alexis from Schitt's Creek. Alexis from Schitt's Like that and Coach Crystal. She looks like Alexis. She talks like Alexis sometimes. Like she's just... But I thought this date was like very sweet. I don't have any negatives, obviously. No, I mean I liked the uh, the airplane thing sent me into a full panic because I feel like you're in like a convertible airplane that's like super small. Oh. They don't really get to like talk. I mean, I get I get having these really exciting dates at first, like the four wheeling and the airplane, but like you don't get to have those conversations or really get to know each other. But maybe that's do you guys think that's like the icebreaker kind of a thing that they're trying to do? Yeah, here's an icebreaker. Hop on a tiny plane that kills most people in plane crashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they just want visuals. I think they want to like, I think also like they're going to, I think Matt James would literally bungee jump off of a like of a bridge if they were like, here's the rope and he would tie it to himself. Like he wouldn't even Off like the Nema Fallon roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wouldn't even carry. He wouldn't even ask if they would like, have you tested this? Like <laughs> Matt James will will literally be in one of those like one of those like uh those things where you like you can jump without any what the, with the wings? Oh, like, um, like, the, Paris, like the, is that parasailing? The squirrel oh, suit, yeah, the parasa- flying squirrel er, suit. Yeah, like I, I feel like they'd be like, "Here's the squirrel suit," and you'd be like, "Let's go," and then just like backflip <laughs> off a cliff. So, like, I think it's, in, I think that's fun to watch the women have to like keep up with him because there's gonna have to be like, 
I would assume this is kind of how he lives his life, where it's like, I'm going, I'm running, I'm pelotoning. Are you in? And yeah. it's like, I, I do enjoy seeing the, because I saw that plane pull up and I was like, yeah, that looks Matt's like the worst. It. Yeah, Matt's going to fly it. <laughs> He's going to go, yeah, I got two hours of flying in, so I'm ready to go. Like, I, 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 like, I just, it, I keep, I hope they keep going. I hope, like, the next one is them, like, fighting a bear and Matt's mm-hmm. just like, come on, you take the right paw. Like, I, I, I want that to be. I totally like, agree with you, Jared, when you're, when you're saying, like, um, these dates sort of reflect the kind of a guy he is. And so he's looking for a girl that's down to do all this shit. That's like, yeah, hey, I run every day. I'm doing some sort of exercise. Like, this is my life. Uh, you need to, I run 5Ks. Like, I remember the thing that you said forever ago. It was like, he runs 5Ks probably on Thanksgiving morning before he goes and eats turkey. Like, Oh, he's a total turkey trotter. Yeah, total, turkey yeah, trot. Absolutely. So it's like, I think um, this does sort of gear um, them up for what life would actually be like with him. Yeah, I, I, it seems like an ex- like I can't believe and this is back to like him doing the prayer and like him doing the ATV. Like, how is not one woman like, yeah, we're probably not the match. But like, I guess you stay anyways. Like, like he's so extreme. Yeah, these mm-hmm. women are like in their rooms, like putting Ben Gay on their muscles. Like I would be panicked, wrapping myself with like the coffee scrub and the saran yeah. wrap every night, just like going to bed. Like, please be skinnier, please be skinnier. <laughs> I need to figure out how to run a marathon overnight tomorrow. Like that's it. Um, so they get to the date in the evening with Sarah, and you know she's telling us about her dad and how she quit her job as like a broadcaster to be a caregiver for her dad. And um, obviously that's, I mean, it's a huge, huge commitment to leave that and come on the show. And one of the things that I couldn't help but think about is, um, you know, he said it was an honor to for her to be there. But do you guys think she's going to send herself home? I think she's going to be, she ends up, you know, during the rose ceremony, which we'll get to, she like kind of passes out. But I think she's going to end up sending herself home. I predict that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's interesting that he took that. What you, that scene, it was amazing her telling her story. It's incredibly mm-hmm. hard to talk about that. I'm sure you're talking about it on TV. It was interesting that he saw it as like an honor. Like, I, I understand that perspective. I can understand why he went that direction. I mean, it's tougher to look at the camera and go, Hey, um, I listen, like, I, like, I, that's a lot of pressure too. Like, no, yeah, yeah. that's what I, I felt like uh, he didn't really know what else to say. Like, thank you for coming here. I, I felt bad for her. She does seem like, especially when she said like the life expectancy expectancy is five years and it had been five years. Um, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe she will send herself home. But I have her in my top, so I hope that's not the case. That's just one of those things that's like when people are like, you know, to relate this to like dating, there's a lot of people that will be like, I don't want to scare them away. Like that's not something that scares someone away. That says someone takes stock of their own life and their availability for someone who's going through something like that. Like, for, you know, where it, when Matt says it's an honor, then I would assume the stock has been taken and he's like, I have, you know, I hope I can be the rock for someone in a relationship, but it's, you know, 
it is interesting to see that, like, you know, like, there's no way where he could go, well, listen, if you need to go at any time, you can go. Like, he can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they get done with that conversation, and then they go into the, um, they 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 celebrate vulnerability by getting in the hot tub together, which is like, again, like, yeah, again, <laughs> another hot tub, another day, another hot tub. Um, they talk about how great it is that they're vulnerable. Vulnerable is the hashtag vulnerable. That's the you know the step up or whatever from last season. It is the word of the year. This is all they care about is vulnerability, and it's like, you know, good for them. I'm I'm happy they talked it out, and it seemed like they're you know they were hitting it off. I agree. Well, we get to the rose ceremony and um, I I feel like we started to see like a few girls that we haven't seen in a while. We have Abigail. Abigail comes back and she has that really cute moment with Matt. Oh God, I'm loving Abigail more and more each week. And they had that really cute moment where she was like, you know, I just, I obviously know that you're busy like meeting other girls, but maybe we can have some sort of like signal where like you like pull on the ear and know that like I see you or I'm thinking about you. And I thought that was honestly really cute. As cheesy as it is, I thought it was really cute. I also thought that was really cute. And I like felt bad for her because I felt like they had such a good, I don't know. I just felt I was like, you're too sweet to be here. <laughs> yeah. Especially like the the contrast between her and Victoria is like, oh, my God. It's like, the, you know, the good witch yeah. and the and the and the wicked witch. Like, it's it's really like unbelievable. I did think for a second she's like and, and I think it's a smart play by Abigail because she's like Abigail. Obviously, she knows she's doing OK on the show. She got the first impression rose. They had a good moment. Then she doesn't go on any of the dates. So she pulls him aside and goes, hey, let's give each other a signal. It's like, oh, okay, memorable thing, especially right now when there's 24 women on the show. Like, you just have to have one little thing that he can go, oh, I'm definitely giving one to Abigail. We have the thing with the, you know. But I did think, okay, she's, she's deaf and she has an ear implant. And their secret thing is to pull on an <laughs> ear. Like, wouldn't that be awkward if someone didn't know that that was their secret thing? And they were like, Matt's really kind of an asshole. Every time he looks at her, he's tugging <laughs> at his ear. Like, like, wouldn't you think that's like, I, like yeah, like I it's one it, of those things where you're like undercover and you like you like it's like being in the movie face off where you become like, you know, you're like you go into jail as like a DEA agent and they're like, and you're like, no, I'm really a cop. And they're like, no, fuck you, man. Like, that's what it kind of felt like that. He was going to like, someone's going to be like, yo man, that's not, that's really offensive. That's not cool. (laughs) I also think that's like a universal because Carol Burnett used to do that at the end of like every show and to like say hi to her mom. So I think that's where it stems from is like people do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I've seen different celebrities on like talk shows that like new celebrities that are like, do that with their ear and i'm like ha oh, that's cute ah. so i think that's where they got that from it that was just funny sense. to me i was just i just thinking like down the road like matt james gets canceled by the <laughs> you know the deaf community for like and it's like obviously because we got that moment on the show but what if they didn't show that and just like three you know <laughs> three weeks later we see him like on <laughs> like giving out you know tugging at his ear and she's like 
everyone's like, what the hell is going on? This is offensive, you know, like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we get to the actual rose ceremony. And of course, it ends up being a cliffhanger. But it's a cliffhanger on um, Sarah, you know, past like feeling faint and passing out like she has to leave, um, you know, the group of girls or whatever. She already has her rose. Um, I think it's because she locked her knees. You know, I learned this in middle school chorus and like you did the chorus concerts. They're like, never lock your knees like when you're standing because you'll pass out. It cuts off the blood flow. So I wonder if really? that's it. Mm-hmm. If you like okay. are standing for too long and you lock your like if you like put your legs too straight and you lock them, it'll cut off the blood flow and you'll pass out. I feel like oh at my some point you would feel that happening. Everyone will be passing out left and damn right. <laughs> I know. Every cashier know. in the world would be like behind the register. I, I thought, oh, I didn't think, but I was hoping that she was doing it as like a diversion so that she could get mad and be like, send Victoria home. But <laughs> yeah, Like whispers in his ear. Like you can't I- do that. <laughs> I kept thinking that Victoria was going to see her like passing out and going, she's disqualified. Oh. You can't leave the rose ceremony. That gets you off the show. Like looking for like just loopholes to get and someone had, off the show. And Sarah has a rose. She just like goes and like pulls it out of Sarah's like cold hands. Cold, <laughs> cold passed out hands. Like give yeah. me this rose. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry. Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, let's get into our categories for the week. Let's start off with, I feel like this will be a recurring thing, fantasy sweeties. So I want everybody to say their top three people this week and um, who you think will make it to the fantasy suites. Obviously, it's going to change. But my top three, I think, are going to be Brie, Katie, and Abigail. I love Katie. I think she's so fun. So honestly, I think that's just wishful thinking. We call her Vibrator Katie in this house. In this house. So so is this our, who we think, who we like the most? Or is it our fantasy sweeties? Like the people that I would have at my fantasy suite? Or is it people Fuck, I don't. that we minor people I think, think that he'll choose? Minor people I think he'll choose in like an ideal world. If he is who I think he is, this is who he'll choose. Okay, because yeah. I was thinking of people I just generally enjoyed up to this moment and i was thinking katie uh, vibrator katie has just been killing it i think mj mj has been great for like vibe checks i didn't think i was gonna like mj but we keep going like i like those people who kind of give us a 
give the audience an idea of what's going on. And yeah, that's MJ, fair. definitely we check in with her and she's like, all of a sudden, like I trusted her when Victoria was blowing up. I trusted her to be like, yeah, we don't know what she's fighting about. Like, like I trusted her to have the story. And MJ didn't have the story, so I like kind of trust her for like the eyes and ears on the ground during the episode. And the last one, Serena, I think it's Serena P. Um, mm-hmm. The one that kind of tried to go at Victoria during the firework fiasco. That's the one I was really like, okay, good for you. Like at least someone is stepping up to Thanos like someone's like to trying to like you know like someone's <laughs> making a stand here yeah yeah I agree I don't I don't disagree with any of your decisions thus far I really like Bray she's on my list um I really like Chelsea the model and I feel like we haven't seen that much of her but she seems very level-headed and mm. I feel like he will um really come to like her and i really like jesenia she seems sweet and nice i also knew this girl named jesenia that was really sweet and nice and i keep on thinking about her every time they talk about this jesenia so those are my three for for this week i just can't stop thinking about jesenia's hair it is literally perfect yes i i think there's this is like the hottest season yet i think Okay, so let's get into some would you rathers. All right, this is mine. Would you guys rather share a room with Victoria or get your own room but have to sleep on the floor? I would sleep on that floor so quick. (laughs) I, I would share the room with Victoria just to see what her, how she's getting ready for these dates. Like, how is she getting ready for these? Like, she looks... And I, I don't mean, uh, yeah, it looks like she's woke <laughs> up from a night at someone's house. Like it looked like there mm-hmm. was um, like a formal function and she met someone at the bar and she was making out on the dance floor with them and they went home and she had to find a way to get back the next day. Like this is every day. This is, yes. I went I went to SUNY Oneonta. Okay. This girl is walking from the dorms to class like without ever having been home like yeah that is very much the vibe of victoria is a suny oneonta student um hungover going to class (laughs) i would um choose my own room and sleep on the floor basically because i would be afraid victoria would kill me in my sleep yeah (laughs) Uh, so my would you rather would you rather do matt james morning workout with him every day or ride on the back of an ATV that he's driving. <laughs> Listen, I'm Honestly. on the, I'm on that ATV. I know I'm flying off. I don't even care if my neck breaks and I die. I'm like, I'm gonna go out hugging this man for. Uh, you know, he smells nice. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm on that ATV. I'd rather ATV. be on that ATV than have to run a mile any day. <laughs> I mean, he went from a run to a Peloton workout. That's crazy insane i didn't even i have to like look away during his workouts because i just feel like complete shame (laughs) shame yeah i'm getting on the atv i'm risking my life instead of actually risking my life on a daily basis with those Uh, workouts (laughs) um okay uh would you rather have to wear victoria's rose ceremony dress every day jared for you it's your girlfriend wears victoria's rose ceremony dress all the time Mm -hmm. or 
for the rest of your <clears throat> for the rest of your life or go on a road trip with her oh god I, give me the give me the dress you would wear the dress every day for the rest of your life did you see that I dress mean, how long's the road trip <laughs> i mean <laughs> she looked like she was at a bad a cheap she looked like a, a a bridesmaid at a cheap wedding in the 80s like it was it really, so bad it was really a decision um I but I couldn't be on a road trip with her. I would my girlfriend. I people. I would people would be like. Did she, your girlfriend have a lot of those dresses? I'd be like, she's just into it. It's like Superman. She opens the <laughs> the closet. It's just a bunch of eighties dresses. And then I because the road trip with her, like Victoria, would be like, she'd be the one telling you that Google Maps was off. Yeah, and you got to go the way I yeah. know. She'd be the one that'd be like, "No, I don't stop at Sunoco's. They're they just don't <laughs> have the right vibe." And he'd be like, "No, no, no, I can't, I can't be around that level of person." No, yeah. I am. Um, there was also this tweet that I saw last night by this girl named Kimberly, and she goes, "Nothing but respect for Victoria on The Bachelor for starting drama in a dress that looks like Little Bo Peep made a scissor snowflake cutout of silk drawstring dildo pouch." <laughs> yeah, it very much. I just felt like manager at a cat cafe. Like that was the the vibe. That's the vibe. That's the vibe. Um, okay, so villain of the week. Honestly, I'm saying Victoria. I don't know about you guys. I just feel like there were so many. Obviously, I feel like it's Victoria. Yeah, yeah I don't it, think we even need to go into any details. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Victoria is what's gonna like bring this country together. Like we all, <laughs> like, um, like imagine meeting somebody that's like I like Victoria. No, it's well. That's why, like, a lot of people are like, "Oh, she's a plant." I'm like, I don't think this is like who would do this. To, who would sign up for this? Like, who yeah. would be like the person that's like, "Oh, like," because there's a point where it's like, maybe she came in to be the villain, and now she just doesn't know when to stop. But it is even when Brie couldn't drive the ATV, she's like, "Ugh, she sucks at it." And it's like, <laughs> is there not one thing that you just don't let go, like that you don't let you know pass by? She also posted a photo in August of her and um, her dog, but in the background you can see a Trump flag like hanging over the chairs in her kitchen. And Dana, who writes the Bachelor Breakdown. Um, texted me and was like oh my god queen vicky stormed the capital and i'm like that is can you imagine like there's that one picture of a girl sitting at a congressman's desk and she has like a vape hanging out of her mouth and she's like going through <laughs> she's like going through the congressman's like phone directory and i'm like that there's victoria that's her yeah um okay so this is going this is the new segment we want to do jared you are our um designated bro of the bachelor this is jared's minute we want to hear everything that you have to say um or think from a bro's perspective watching the show last night all right I'm and the, well go chris like got, get, chris gets into i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say i feel like we should like set a timer and just really oh, let yeah. Jared yell for a full minute a full minute I will say Chris gets me into the topic I wanted to bring up here in this space. And it's that Victoria is the Trump of this show. <laughs> she, she creates a narrative that only, only exists to her. She creates a reality that only exists to her. She'll say, you said this. You said that. People are saying. And then she 
argues based on the reality she created. And I think that everyone is exhausted by Victoria because we've been dealing with these people for the last year. We've been dealing, and not just, and I'm not trying to make this political. I'm saying these people that make an argument and you say, well, that argument isn't real. And they say, well, what about this? What about that? And they just keep changing the argument until you have run out of steam and you just don't want to deal with them anymore. And then you say, you know what? I'm sorry. And then they go, so why are you apologizing? It's because you pulled me here to begin with. Victoria isn't just a person at this point. She is a type of aura she's a cliche she is every aunt on facebook going well agree to disagree that's my opinion and you want to go your opinion doesn't matter give me the tape bring out the tapes right now let me see what you said let's compare it and by the time you compare it to something else she's already arguing with you about another subject that doesn't matter anymore so what victoria does and her power is her ability to create a storyline that no one gave a shit about and then argue you on that storyline. And the most disappointing part of the episode is that no one took the opportunity to not fight Victoria on her thing. Mm. Everyone went to the arena that Victoria created. I needed one character, one person in the house to just disregard what she was saying and go... Victoria, what is your job? Like, stop the show for two seconds to create your own arena to argue with Victoria. Because I don't want to argue her in the she said, she said uh, between her and Marilyn. Fine, because Marilyn isn't strong enough to say, yeah, we were all talking shit about you because you've been a monster since the beginning you got in this house. Victoria got Marilyn... Because Marilyn was talking shit about her. There's no question. So Victoria took the position of, well, they're all talking about me. And Marilyn couldn't disregard that. She wasn't strong enough to do that. Someone needs to move the argument to somewhere else where Victoria will be the loser. So that some of us can have satisfaction. We need to see Victoria lose. I need someone to ask her what she does for a job. Where she lives. where she, Who her roommates are. Just so we can hear why Victoria is this way. She's self-conscious. She obviously doesn't feel um, like she's as good as the other women in the house. She obviously doesn't feel that she is good enough for Matt James, and that's why she's acting this way, and that's why she's making us all relive our worst relative. Um, yeah, that was way over a minute, but I needed that uh, to be said because well, I, I couldn't agree more thing. on any of those things. I uh, literally was like, "Where I need somebody to like break into this house and just scream at Victoria." So scream! <laughs> All right, God, so Godspeed. Let's um let's wrap this up with um. Will you accept this rose? Who do you guys um? Who are you guys giving your rose to this week? I am giving mine to Marilyn just for being able to take all of that. I just feel like she needs some sort of um recognition for being Victoria's roommate and not giving in to her um, toxic behavior because I would literally slap the shit out of this girl. I mean. My blood is boiling watching it. So watching, I, I don't think Marilyn's that kind of girl, but I do um, think that she has been handling herself in a very respectful way. I, yeah, I'm, but part of me is like, Marilyn, come on, baby. Like, do Step something. <laughs> I needed more, yeah. 
I said Brie, but now that I, I see your choice, Kay, and I think I know who Jared's going to pick, and I'm like, uh, I liked Brie the best in the episode, but I don't know that she won. But I'm still going to go with Brie because I'm a loyal person. I I had a... I was going to say Victoria won because she just did win. She did beat she all did. these people. She did... Oh, there wasn't a point where she got like caught in her own line, but I, I want to change it because I've been very, you know, I took out my frustrations on Victoria. I do think the winner of the episode was Matt James. Matt James, um, not he's he was really good at being interested in these women in a way yeah. that it's sometimes it feels like they go into interested face, the people that are like the leads. He, Matt James got Marilyn an orchid, okay? I don't know if someone reminded him to do that. He spoke to Marilyn for five minutes and then gave her, and then she said, I like orchids, and then he doesn't take her on a date, and he goes, hey, I got you something, babe. Here's an orchid. Is he trying to make us all look bad to our girlfriends and boyfriends and everything? Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do on Valentine's Day? Like, this guy went and got a specific flower for someone he barely knew. So Matt James, like the the most gentlemanly gentleman of of all time, coming in with that orchid was just unbelievable. Here's what I'll say about the orchid, though. Like they're on quarantine lockdown. Matt James is not leaving the that. <laughs> so some producer was like, "I got you the orchid. Like give it to Marilyn because she's about to get reamed out by Victoria and cry <laughs> until she goes home." At the it very least, impressed. just say, "Hey, a producer got this for you, so I can not look like the biggest dickhead ever on Valentine's Day." Yeah, if he's right. like, "Hey, Ron and Sound got this for you," I just wanted to. <laughs> All right, that's this week's episode. Jared, I am super happy you're here um, as our co-host. Make sure you're following all of us, um, and especially The Bachelor on Instagram, at The Bachelor, and on Twitter, at BachelorPod. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, we want to know what you guys are thinking now that we have new hosts, what you think of our segments. If we could add anything, let us know what you're liking. And you can follow me on any platform at KYorkCity. Uh, what about you guys? And you can find me at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And at Jared Freed. But this was a blast. Thank you guys for having me. This is going to be a great season. I'm, I'm pumped. All right. We will see you guys next week. Betches.